Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Peter <laughs> Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. What's up, Ted? I'm just saying I gotta get I gotta get a haircut, Steve. <laughs> I didn't realize the intro was gonna start right there. I was like, I gotta get a haircut. <laughs> Outer Thoughts with me, Ted Smith. Yeah, they come out a lot. Yeah. It's like a shower thought. Yeah. I do that a lot when I'm wasted. I'll have my inner thoughts come out. Like the guys on the morning show, they still give me a hard time. Many, many, many years ago, we were at one of our radio conventions, and we're right. hanging out, and I'm faded. And at some point, we're at a nice dinner because one of these radio industry people was treating us all to a dinner, like one of those prep services, right? Nice. And so I'm eating just this nice steak, but I'm crushed. I think I was crushing Thomas Kemper root beers. Oh, because you're already that drunk? Yes. Not Thomas Kemper root beers, not your dad's root beer. Oh, the, all right. The, I was sorry. like, how are you so drunk just drinking root beers? What, they're not alcohol in them? They say beer, man. No, the, the, the alcoholic root beers. Those things are delicious, but they are dangerous. Oh, my gosh. So I'm just fading. And I finally just go, oh, let's go, Steve. <laughs> and, and everyone around me heard it. And they're like, did you just rally yourself? And I looked around like that that wasn't in my own head. And then they're all thin. they were all just saying, No, no, you said that out loud. So that became a running joke on the morning show for till to still to this day, BJ will go, Let's go, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go, Steve. Let's go, Ted. Yeah, sometimes I just say, uh, you know what I do wrong is Paul's the wrong time. Oh. And what in instance? Like I like sometimes I'll just kind of stop somebody will give me a look and I'll finish the thought, and then it's like, did I pause at the wrong time of that sentence? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the pregnant pause from Ted Smith. Um, boy, we well, only just jump right into everything. I think we're going to be able to yeah. do a full mega cast today. That's Uh-oh. very exciting. Uh-oh. Well, we're, you know, we're, we're big industry icons right now. <sighs> the shoulders. I mean, it's a good thing I've been lifting. Yes, shoulders are heavy with all yes. the pressure on us right There's now. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of <laughs> new eyes. So welcome, people in the industry. We are your trendsetters when it comes to podcasting. <laughs> the Megacast. Dude, so yeah, today we're getting all these like, hey, nice work. That's awesome from everybody here in the office because uh, Radio Trade Magazine, I, I believe it's uh, Fred Jacobs. He does uh, Jacobs Media Strategies. It's yeah. a very regaled, popular, respected consultant, consult, consult. Consultant firm? Yes. Consultant firm. Consult- consulting firm. <laughs> hey, radio professionals, <laughs> this is what you need to aspire to. Yeah. So anyways, they did a Why Doesn't Radio Do Crossover episodes, and it was just this whole thing about, you know, taking advantage of the talent that's on your radio station, not just living in the bubble that is a morning show or an afternoon show. Right. And of course, what did they use as an example in the article is the Megacast, which I thought was pretty freaking hilarious. Yeah, man. So there's a whole part that says crossing day parts, and then there's... There's a shirtless. There's the logo of us as cartoon Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan, which I thought it was funny on the tweet they put out, they used the black Megacast logo. And then in the article, it had the old school one. Like, right, was that too aggressive for the regular tweet? (laughs) Fred Jacobs was afraid to let people see what we're all about. Well, it would scare people because they'd be like, look, yeah, we'd love to do this crossover thing, but we're not nearly as swole as Ted or Steve. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, right? Dude, we got to do that for Halloween one year. Do this? Yeah. We have to get the muscle yeah, yeah, yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, right. Like, I'm not going to like, we're, we're still at least a year or two off of even getting close. Bro, we're at least five years I know, off. And I would have to shave so much. Like, I'm such a hairy dude. Like, that'd be a hard look for me to pull off. I was thinking about getting that back razor thing that you could shave your back in the shower, but I'm, yeah. I'm not ready for that. I think if we wear the muscle outfits, absolutely. Yeah. The muscle outfits, the tight booty shorts, it could be a whole thing. Yes. So it says crossing day part. In our business, it's common to have colleagues whose paths rarely cross because they come into the station at different times. I don't know why I'm talking like a movie guy. Different <laughs> times. Dun, 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 dun. Is that how he wrote the article? Yes. That was the tone. <laughs> Speaking in an aggressive manner. Uh, but the rise of on-demand media allows them to collaborate in ways that weren't possible before. For example, at KISW in Seattle, Steve Miggs from the station's morning show and Ted Smith from the station's afternoon show come together to host the Megacast The Megacast. <laughs> the two of them enjoyed each other's company. That is true. Very true. I think they even downplayed it. Uh, <laughs> I know. I will lie, dude. I got the biggest smile when I read that. These two enjoy each other's company. I was like, well, it's pretty obvious. But we go camping. We have slumber parties. We make sure we have random nights out to do stupid stuff. Yes. We like each other's company. Yeah, the other night I was at a bar and somebody was like, hey, do you want to go to this show? And I saw one of the bands on there and I was like, 
Steve would love it. It's one of our bands. It's <laughs> <laughs> like yesterday I saw somebody rocking a gold chain. I'm like, oh, look at that. Just like the Ted Smith. <laughs> You're always on my mind. You're always on my mind. Uh, so anyways, just, the two of them enjoyed each other's company. Again, understatement. But rarely had an opportunity to work together. So they created one. <laughs> The bigger cast. The well, freaking awesome, dude. It That's is. pretty awesome. I, I should screenshot that and send that to my wife. I think she'd get a kick out of that, <laughs> especially the muscle picture. But uh, let's get things going. So welcome, industry. Yes. This is what you need to do. Welcome, world. Yes. We are your uh, gold standard, the mega cast. 24 karat. And if you're new... <laughs> If you're new to the Megacast, which I say, clearly there's going to be tons of new people checking us out, thanks to Fred Jacobs and Seth Ressler for making that great article. Actually, in, in all seriousness, that was very nice of yeah, them. Yeah, thanks, Seth. And it came thanks, as a, a giant surprise, especially when uh, our bosses are like, hey, congrats on that score. How'd that happen? And both of us like, we didn't do anything. They just wrote about us. It was pretty neat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not like we're good networkers. Uh, but for those that are new to our podcast, uh, this is an opportunity for you to get your heart racing, your blood pumping, and your brain functioning. We need you at 100%. So what we do is 10 push-ups to start the podcast. And then we ended that way just to get extra swole. Uh, I decided, a little lazy, but also I thought it'd be kind of cool. In lieu of my uh, big Without a Cause wrestling debut, I figured we'd play my theme song again. All right. Went over really well. Yeah. Like, he, Chase James, the guy that I was involved with a little program with, he was, like, trying to throw a hat out to the crowd, and that part cut him off. And then I came out with Jackson Price, who's all about six foot ten, Nice. 300-something pounds of pure aggression. Ooh. He's a big boy. <laughs> I'm glad he's on my side. <laughs> so we'll talk about my wrestling adventures, but let's get ten, Mega Family. I still love this song. It's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to the library. <laughs> production library, you know what's up. Dude, I heard the production library is going to play a late set at Burning Man this year. <laughs> I'll find the trash friends. I heard I heard Production Library is collaborating with Katy Perry for that set. Woo! Wow, dude. As the kids say, it's going to be fire. Yes. Lit AF. Girl, the other day I was talking to somebody about something, and I said, if that happens, it's like, that's going to be just be fire. And I looked at myself. They didn't think anything weird of it because they were a younger person, but I just looked at I'm, I'm sorry. And I'm like, why are you sorry? <laughs> I'm a grown man. I should not be saying that thing is going to be fire. Next thing you know, I'm going to be tweeting things, saying the mega cast is, and then use that fire emoji. You should. And then I'll re-retweet it. Re-retweet it? I'll retweet it and just put all capital letters, facts. Facts AF. <laughs> That's not his episode. Facts AF. But wait a minute. Are we old if we add the AF? I think we could just say facts. Just facts. Yeah. We don't need to let them know it's as F. No, they get it. Ted Talks. Starring. The Tech Smith. Facts. Facts. Uh, today's TED Talk is kind of know your worth, right? So everybody kind of thinks about that in different ways. Oh, great. I'm going to see my agent today. Well, I mean, let me get there, Steve. Okay, thank you. I mean, more of, I mean more of like know your worth than just what you do personally. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses, right? Uh, I don't know. If it's Tuesday night and your weakness is maybe going to the pub and having a bunch of beers, maybe don't do that on Tuesday, <laughs> right? If your strength is, uh, you know, you, you like working out more later in a week or you like working out earlier in the week, like mm-hmm. load up that. Side of the week with your your most intense stuff. Just kind of know your strengths and weaknesses. Like, I mean, too, like, you know, for me, like, there's, I just can't have certain stuff in my house food wise. Yeah. Cause I know one of my weaknesses is around 10 o'clock, I'm like, hmm, I kind of want a snack. Yeah. What's one of these going to do to me? Yeah. Exactly. Right. And then you finish the whole bag. Yeah. Like, well, this, this crazy is covered in yogurt. It can't be bad for me. Like, you ate half a bag of those, dude. So when I say know your, know your strengths and weaknesses. It's more what I mean. Cause you always hear know your worth. And it, like you did, everybody just goes business wise. Well, let's forget about that. Yes. Let's just worry about what we can do and control in our own self. I remember just, the, the, the raisin story about me laughing because my wife one time, she's like, oh, we'll do this frozen yogurt. They're like, awesome. And I just 
I mean, I filled that cup up with frozen yogurt, and then I just like slammed it down so it could get even more in there. Just top, and, and and I was like, "Yeah, this is healthy. This is better than ice cream." And she's like, "You know, I think I would have rather you have a bowl of ice cream with the amount of frozen yogurt you tried to pack into that one little cup." Yeah, and then all the toppings they're giving you. Oh, the Butterfinger toppings are the way to go. See, I like the cookie dough. Well, that's right. Yeah. And we took you to, was that the first time you went to Menchie's? Yeah, only time. Oh, we got to do that again. Maybe we'll do it for the slumber party. We should go to Menchie's, get our ice cream concoctions. Oh, and put it in the freezer? Put it in the freezer, and then later on in the night, pleasant surprise, we have an ice cream treat when we're wasted. I'm in. Okay. Or we should just be those guys that taste every flavor, then leave. Just be the annoying people that are just taking those little shot cups? Yeah. Bro, there are people there that I believe do do that. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Also, like, I just, like, for whatever reason, I don't care what it is, like, I just kind of go for the choice of something I know I'm going to like, or I got to go completely exotic. So it's just like, I don't know, what's there, French vanilla? I'll take that. Yeah. I always get the, right now I'm, I'm big on, in, at Menchie's, the, the cookies... It's like the cookies and cream. It's like the cookie sandwich. Oh, you know, like yeah. Those ones, like the old, those old rectangular cookie sandwiches. Yeah. They made a flavor of that. Nice. And it's so awesome. Well, technically, Steve, that would be an ice cream sandwich, which you're describing. That's what I meant. Ice cream sandwich flavor. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Cookie sandwich would be like That's an Oreo. Thing. Yeah. Or like those Toll House, Toll House ones that are delicious. Those ones that have like the regular cookie and then yeah. the ice cream. Dude, have you seen I'm the really churro? hungry. I know. I am too. <laughs> have you seen the churro ones? No. I haven't had this yet. It comes from Mexico. But <laughs> of course it does. It's a churro. But it's like it's like a flat churro top and a flat churro bottom with ice cream in the middle. Sold. Mm-hmm. No, my worth. My worth is a churro ice cream sandwich. Right. <laughs> Mine's that and 12 nuggets from Chick-fil-A. Mm. Those are delicious. They are. <laughs> we learned that the last time we had a slumber party. Man, uh, it's funny about the no you word thing because like, I'm, I'm doing that whole wrestling thing and when I'm, I'm learning... As far as what I bring to the table, and oddly enough, that's what I did this past weekend. The Without a Cause Wrestling, they had their first inaugural event. Shout out to Max and Chris and the rest of the crew there. Put on an awesome event. I mean, it was a great turnout for a very first show in Everett on a Sunday. All these things where you think, oh, man, I hope this goes well. And it went really well. Like The nice. crowd was great. The energy was really cool. The people at the Normana Lodge uh, could not be more awesome. All right, all right. They were some fans. I actually tried something for the first time I never had before. After I cut my promo, did my thing. So you'll love this. Okay, so I go out there, of course, with my music. Bah, 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 bah. I come out, and I'm like, Chase James, I'm not going to wrestle you. I have some bad news, <laughs> you know, breaking news, yeah. whatever I did. I was like, I, you, you messed up my knee the last time we wrestled. And it was a fun promo because, like, no one else was really doing a promo. So I had all... Like that, that was my moment to shine. All right. It was right before the intermission, like the one match before the last match before intermission. So I come out, I'm like, you know, I hate to break it to everybody, but I'm not wrestling. I have a ripped M- a- uh, MCL and it's because of this guy. So I'm not wrestling tonight. And also, I don't want to wrestle. I was like, you know, it's called uh, seat at the table. And I'm looking around and there's a lot of empty seats available for this table because it wasn't sold out. It was a good right. turnout, but you know, there was a couple, it was a couple. And the whole time when I was planning this promo, I'm like, I really want a great turnout. But please let there be two empty seats so I can make this promo work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that comes off. Great reaction to it. Some guy goes, I'm on Pandora. And I look and I go, you can't afford Pandora. Oh. <laughs> it was Damn. Great. Oh, dude. I yeah. never thought about that. That's insult. That's like telling somebody they can't afford Netflix. Because Pandora's free. Also. Yeah, like, right? The way if you get the one with the the ads. I think it's looking like, right? it's not that expensive. No, it's not. He even looked at me, he's like, all right, that was good, <laughs> which was pretty awesome. You know, the whole thing went really well, and I'm like just saying all this stuff, and kind of like the reason why this place isn't sold out is because you didn't put me on the flyer, show it to them, Jackson, and Jackson pulls out the flyer, and he's showing, I'm like, what do we think about this flyer, Jackson? He just rips it and throws it. It was so awesome, right? So did he wrestle for you? No, then we brought out someone else to wrestle for oh. me. He's just my guard, my bodyguard. Oh, there, I there. thought you were just like, so I brought this giant dude to mess up your knee, punk. <laughs> You did a whole promo with your guy just to bring out another guy. Yes. Oh, man, that's genius. So then I bring out the other guy, and I'm like, this guy not only should be at the table, he should be at the head of the table. He's a really good local wrestler. He's been around for a while. Called Christopher. His name is Christopher Rysek. Awesome dude. Really, really cool dude. All right. He cracks me up because he comes out, and he's just built. Like, he looks like the picture of us, right? Yeah. He comes out. He's got he like, like the picture of us. He's got that EDM music going, and then there's like a, a, a breakdown before everything kicks back in again. And he goes, all right, watch me. 
to the crowd, and then the beat comes back in. And he starts bouncing his pecs to the beat yeah. of the music, and I'm like, "That's talent right there." <laughs> so that all happens. Then the match is going on. Chase James gives him a DDT. It looks like things are gonna be over. Jackson gets on the apron, distracts the ref. I go in there, give him my big dead air move. It's a cutter. It's kind of like the diamond cutter from uh, DDP. All right. Come in, drop him, get out. Rysik pins him. One, two, three. My knee hurts again. You got to help me out. God, you are an <laughs> evil person in wrestling. Heel Migs, man. Heel Migs. That's right. You know what's up. I feel like now I just want to go in there and yell at people. <laughs> but I have no shtick. Dude, it is funny. Like, there's uh, no chance I'm going to wrestle. <laughs> you don't have to. I just did one move. It was great. It was so much fun. We're doing it again November 18th back over there. Which And, and so after all was th- that was done, and also it was like a little bit of a sound issue because it's a, it's a lodge. It's not a place that's meant to have like big, you know, yeah. uh, PA system or anything like that. So it starts cutting out on me and people start, Ugh. and I'm like, I can't even believe I'm here with this crappy sound system. I know you're doing this to get to me or whatever. You know, I'm just doing what I do. Um, after it's over, the guy that runs the lodge, one of the guys comes over with a shot. He's like, man, sorry about the sound system. I'm like, man, I'm just playing. But if I get a free shot at every time that I... This system sucks. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut promos on your sound system every time. He starts cracking up. He's like, you got to do a shot with me about this. And I'm like, okay, sure. And so we do the shot. I'm like, what was that? I've never tasted something so awesome as this. And I don't know. You probably have because you're a little bit more seasoned with alcohol than I am maybe, Ted. Yeah. Aquavit? Aquavit? Aquavit is like a... a, a I don't even know. Sounds like a fancy Italian liqueur. It's something. Maybe I, I took a picture of it because I was like, I need to order. I want to get a bottle of this before. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't even know. It's called Aquavit. It's a Norwegian drink, I believe. Huh. Never had it before. I don't know what that is. Okay. I got to get a bottle of it. And we definitely are going to have to enjoy. What's the s- flavor? <sighs> Delicious. All right. All right. I thought it was like almost felt like it was almost like a vodka thing going on or like, you know, that. But then once I put it like once I drank it, it was like, I don't even know what to describe it as. But apparently it's very popular in like places like Ballard where there's a big Norwegian influence. All right. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't even know. I I never even had it before. Yeah. That's why when you said it, I'm like, man, I don't know. And I know some obscure liquors. Yeah. It's it's from Norway. Mm. Aquavit. 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 All right, well, why don't we take a break? All right. Let's do a shot of Aquavit. Yeah. When we come back. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's get loaded. Yes. But it was great, man. Lots of other fun stuff. My, 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 I had a, a slightly embarrassing incident happening while I was trying to transport two um, out-of-town wrestlers to the event. All right. Uh, I could share that. Also, I know you had a big Halloween party. I did. I did. Uh, we definitely got to get into that. Tedception. Tedception. And maybe we'll talk about how sex can affect the human brain. All right. When you're... Industry leader, the mega cast. <laughs> I can't even say that with a street face. He turns. Ted and Steve need to go stretch or something. The mega cast will be back. Thanksgiving, and I approve this message. (laughs) October 31st, vote no on Halloween. Halloween supports dangerous roving gangs of children going door to door to get their fix. When it comes to health care, Halloween doesn't care. Under Halloween, tooth decay rates have doubled and instances of child obesity have skyrocketed. Halloween is deceptive. Sure, it may look like a sexy firefighter, but don't count on Halloween if your house is burning down. And Halloween is not a legal holiday. If Halloween had its choice, it would allow for more illegal holidays to invade and take over your calendar. Don't be tricked. Halloween is no treat. This October 31st, vote no on Halloween. Paid for by Thanksgiving. Ready for some more awesome? Food. The Megacast is back. All right, Ted. Got to the bottom of this aqua beat. Aqua beat. 
It's distilled, uh, it's uh, Norwegian, a distilled spirit that principally produced in Scandinavia and it's been produced since the 15th century. It's Dang. distilled from grain and potatoes and it's flavored with a variety of herbs. It's also popular in Germany and the American Midwest. All right. Makes sense. Yeah. Yes, we got we, we got we got to get some aquavit. Aquavit. I wonder if I could order it online. I bet you know what? We'll look it up when we're done. I bet there's a liquor store around here that sells it. Yeah. It's not like that guy's just importing it to the one place, right? That's very true. Yeah, I mean, dude, it was great. I legit never had something as tasty for a shot. Yeah. So we got to get aquavit wasted. All right. And do we like hit the bars like with our own little stash? A flask of aquavit? I'm pretty sure that's illegal, but we can. <laughs> When has the laws ever stopped us before, Ted? Yeah, you're right. I got two words for you. San Francisco. <sighs> you know, I was telling part of that story the other day, and they were like, what? I was like, yeah, yeah, it got, got a little crazy. That's still, in my eyes, is a story I wish we could one day convince somebody to turn into an animation. A oh, full 100%, on, a cartoon? Like, like a South Park, like similar to what somebody did, if you've never seen, I think at this point, everybody has heard the machine story by Burt Kreischer. Correct. But you have to find online, there's the time that he first shared the story with Joe Rogan, or one of the first times he's ever shared the story, and somebody took it, the audio of him sharing that story on Joe Rogan's podcast, and animated it. So as he's telling the story, there's an animation, like a South Park-style animation of that story, and it's truly one of the most fun watches you'll ever have. Yeah, I'd put it up there with like the animation of like the Doc Ellis no hitter story. Yes, or was it? It was a no hitter, right? Or was it a perfect game? No, it wasn't a perfect game. Yeah, he was, was far game. from perfect when he was throwing that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was very. I watched that documentary, uh, the, the the no the, all about the Doc Ellis no hitters, and I can't remember what it was called, but it was it's on Netflix if I remember correctly, and it's really good. Yeah. Um. So let's talk a little bit about uh, Halloween for you, man. You were Ted. All right, Tedception. Yeah. Ted I saw the pictures. Brought a big smile to my face. Yeah. So so my buddy had a Thunder Buddy shirt. Yeah, he kind of mailed it in on his costume, Joe. <laughs> I mean, remember a couple couple weeks, a few weeks ago, we talked about this. Like, right, it was easy. Joe was like, I, and he got the shirt before I ever got the Ted costume. Right. I like that he kind of mailed it in. He didn't even have like a Mark Wahlberg wig on. No, he didn't. It was just Joe in a t-shirt that said Thunder Buddies. Yeah. I expected more from him. Well, you know, that's I hope why he's not listening. Oh, he does. He listens awesome. to all these. Joe, you did a great job with your Halloween costume. It was next level. <laughs> so the other thing is, too, right? So originally, my buddy Joe was just wearing the T-shirt, and then he sends me a link to like a full Ted Bear costume. Right. And I'm just like, I'm not wearing this. Like, my <laughs> it's going to be hot as hell. I'm going to be my hands are going to be covered. Especially when all he's wearing is it's a T-shirt. T-shirt. Like, how is that fair? Right. I've given a lot in this relationship. You have. So then I found this zip-up jacket that literally just looks like a like a knockoff fur coat. But when the head's up, you could tell it's Ted. But I kept it open all night with a deep V and my chain. <laughs> and then I just wore like black sweats with it and tennis shoes. So I mean, I was super comfortable the whole night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I knew with that crowd, like my V was deep enough and I kept that jacket open. Like I knew everybody was going to be petting my coat. Yeah. But I knew people couldn't help themselves. They, they had to rub the hair. They had to start rubbing the yeah. chest hair. And I, was, who, who I saw some of the pictures. I, I thought uh, Matt, Matt Coke. He crushed it. All right, so uh, but, Matt, but his lady Tyler might—that that was incredible. I know. Shock G. So I was talking about this on my pod on the podcast. I got kind of fired up because everybody kept calling her Humpty, and I'm like, she's Shock G. Yeah. Like, does nobody understand the name of the band was Digital Underground? And he's those are the same people that call Darius Rucker Hootie. Yeah. They don't respect it. They don't respect him. No. Uh, she was really good. I will say, Taryn and Brad. Oh yeah. As Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers, but Taryn had like. Fake implants that were like, there was just at one point I was like, Taryn, get away from me. Like, I, <laughs> I love, can't stop staring right, at your like, chest. Your, your boobs look huge and your hair is so big. I was like, I'm in love with you right now. Just get away from me. I'm glad you said that because I'll be honest, bro. She posted the picture on her Instagram page yeah. and I had to, I, I, I couldn't stop staring. And right, I was like, and, and those, like it wasn't because it the, looked real. I know, dude. Trust me. I even did the finger zoom thing on yeah. Instagram, and I started zooming. And I'm like, "What am I doing? This is my friend Taryn, and she's right there with my friend Brad, her man." And I'm zooming in on her boobs. 
Yeah, so there was a certain this point. Not like me. We were because Terry and I are pretty close, so we were sitting there hanging out. And literally, finally, I was just like, "All right, get away from me! Right, I can't talk to you anymore." And then the other funny thing was Matt. So Matt's dressed as a sexy nurse with, I mean, like a slutty sexy nurse. Yes, and he's wearing fishnets and heels. And I walk by, and Matt's a very in shape dude. I walk by at one point, and he's just like fixing his fishnets. Uh-huh. You know, like how like oh right. And I just kind of and I go, you know what? I won't talk to you either. <laughs> like, I'm so confused at this party. I've turned on by two of my close friends from the radio station. And one's a dude. Yes. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm a sucker for fishnets, so I can understand. Yes, right. I can understand the the lima man. So, right. So then Taryn walks in. She's getting a lot of attention. But then I'm talking to Brad, right? And he's Mm -hmm. wearing a legit cowboy hat as Kenny Rogers. And, and he's he, like younger Kenny Rogers. He right. wasn't like old Kenny Rogers. And he just takes it off. Please tell me he had a bucket of chicken in there. No, but he takes it off, right? And he just like a cowboy would kind of like wipes his brow. Uh-huh. And then it's just like, so you drinking Miller Lite tonight? And I go, Brad, <laughs> well, it seemed like you were going to say something so like cowboyish. Like, I was like, you kill it. He goes, oh, yeah. And I go, yeah, man. Every time you like wipe your brow, you got to say something like, you know, that's why I told him like, we're going to get on these mares tonight. <laughs> You're like, it's got, we got to say something cowboyish. There is something about Brad that, like, no matter what, he there's this like aura. I don't even know how to describe Brad, but because like like you're saying, like that, he 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 just kind of gives off that energy, especially as a cowboy hat on. So he yeah. seems like a cowboy. Like when we were at Summer Meltdown and we were all hanging out at the river and we had that Nerf ball that was being thrown around. Yeah, and he starts throwing it, and I just looked at him and Grant, I'm really wasted at this moment, but I just looked at him and said, "He's our team quarterback." <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. he had that vibe to him. He's yeah. a leader. He's the quarterback. He's the quarterback. Yeah. And then the other fun thing I had doing was selling people on Bear Life. Bear Life? Yeah. After a while, I would just be like, I was. I forget how I got started. I think it was with Matt or something. I was like, oh, you like sleeping? Dude, we sleep for like four months of the year. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, Bear Life, dude. You get up. Like, you eat berries. I catch fish with these here paws. Like, it's wild, man. Like, it's a great life. Like, you should think about coming over. And I was like, you know in that morning when you get up and your bed feels the most comfortable? Imagine that for four and a half months. But hey, you don't have to be a bear. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, uh, well, you guys were having, because I was bummed I missed out on the Halloween party. Uh, when you guys were having the Halloween party that night, I was at our buddy Munson's house. Oh, what's up, Munson? Yeah. So I haven't seen Munson in a minute. So it was really cool to see him and catch up with a lot of the donkeys. Here's the crazy part. So I'm not doing men's league. I, we didn't do it last year. And we were talking about doing it this year, but then I never heard anything. So I was like, either A, they just kind of found another goalie, or which I know they wouldn't have done. But, you know, I was like, what's going on? All of us are just like, yeah, we'll just do some drop-ins here and there, but... It's been a pain in the ass to try and put together the team and do all this stuff. You know, the classic, of course, is the classic, but we're talking about maybe doing another hockey tournament in uh, in Portland. All right. So coach is going to have to come with us. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. We might not remember to bring our gear, but we're going to go to Portland yeah. and attempt to play some hockey at some point. So nice. we have to make that happen because it was so good to see like Casey, uh, Jay, Jay Tacla, was there. the whole crew. You know, it was awesome to see a lot of those guys again. So Munson had to be... Uh, Does Q come to that stuff? He didn't. At least we weren't there the whole night. So All right. Maybe he showed up after us, but I don't think he did. We did. He did it as a Leavenworth theme. So you had a Halloween thing going. We had oh, 11- yeah, like an Oktoberfest. Yes. All right. So we walk in, there's Oktoberfest music going, and then all of a sudden it busts into the chicken dance song. All the time. And Munson's mom had a few pops before... Are you in Lederhosen? No, I'm just in jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> None of us are, actually. It's just it's just Leavenworth type music. Oktoberfest music. Play, play. Are, are we calling this Leavenworth type music now? It's obviously it's German, right? Yes. Like the whole town is based on Bavaria. I don't know why. <laughs> I like it, though. We'll give credit to Leavenworth. Hey, we're keeping it local. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, the chicken dance song starts going, and all of a sudden, Munson's mom grabs me, and we're doing the dozy dough part. The oh, nice. Yeah, it's awesome. Da, 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 da. I love the chicken dance. Oh, me too. It's a yeah. wedding staple, in my opinion. I agree. Didn't happen at mine because, well, Bridezilla said she did not want the chicken dance. <laughs> it's amazing that we're still together. I read an ep- I read an article uh, at the Daily Mail on a Bridezilla from Australia. Yes. Did you read the same one? We talked about this this morning. All right, all right. No, please tell. So basically, the whole gist of the story is she's the middle sister and thinks she's not as attractive. As the older sister or the younger sister. So she kept inviting them over for these health shakes, and she was loading them with protein powder and stuff so that they would gain weight for the wedding. And they did. They did. They right. had to pay to get their dresses taken altered. out. Yes. They gained a Damn. bunch of weight. 
Here's the question I had. What was it like? Yeah, all right. What do you do? If you're the future husband and you find out that your your bride, your future wife, the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with, just did something so over-the-top diabolical, like fattening up her sister so they weren't as attractive as her for the wedding. Yeah, I. it's wrong, but you know that woman's just coming from a very insecure, like, scared place. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know if, like... Yelling at her would help. Do you stay with her? I would. You well, would. Well, I mean, obviously, I would have stayed with the younger sister. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke about like, what if he's like kind of into like curvier ladies, I, and all of a sudden gets more interested in the younger sister? And you know what I'm going to say? I say this all the time. Like, I have a lot of thoughts on relationships and how weddings should go. Yeah, but I have never been married, mm-hmm. so it's easy for me to sit here and go, Steve. When I get married, we're totally having the chicken dance. Oh, and the girl I marry is like, we're not having the chicken dance. Like, Steve, we're not having the chicken dance. That's exactly what happened. Your sister's got fat. I don't know what happened. All right, I do know what happened, but I'm still, you know what I mean? Right, right. So you're right. My wife looks fine. She's the prettiest one now. I still think you should go on this theory that, like, the bride should just get as fat as she can for the wedding. Instead of always looking, like, your wife's a different case. She's a fit person. Like, she never, like, she's going to stay. Like that's, She's one of them CrossFit vegans. Right, like, that's just part of her lifestyle, right? <laughs> but I know so many women that go on, like, these crash diets, and then yep. they look at their pictures and go, I'll never be that thin again. Yes. It's like, I'm fatten up for it. If anything, get overly fat. So that then way- you could always look back and go, wow, I'm not as fat as the wedding day. Yeah, look at me. Look how much better I look from the wedding. Yeah, like, honey, you do look better since the wedding. That's a great call. Set yeah. the bar lower. Yeah, right? Set the bar lower. Jesus. You know, now that you say it like that, it sounds awful. It's not terrible. I just All right, so what is your wedding? I knew somebody who inadvertently kind of did that. No. Yeah, like they didn't mean to. They were just like, for whatever reason, they were just nervous, so they ate a lot, so they gained a bunch of weight. Right but, before the wedding? Yeah, but now it's kind of a joke, because she's like, well, I always look thinner than the wedding pictures. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's a good attitude to have. Yeah. But you said that, okay, I have a certain things that I want for my wedding. What are those things? Oh, I mean, I would, at this point, man, I'm like, I'd like to just have a small destination wedding. Yeah. Right? Just go somewhere and do it. My main thing is- Thin to herd. You know what? It's not even about weddings. I just want a bachelor party. I want two, Steve. Okay. So me and my buddy, Will, and my brother, we were in Denver. We made a deal. They said, hey, if you don't act, if it doesn't even look like you're going to, like, you have a girlfriend by 40, like a serious one, like, he's like, Will's like, just throw a bachelor party. He's like, I'll come. Why not? You're still a bachelor. Yeah. So I I have two things. You don't need to get married. To have a bachelor party. I never thought about this. Right. We're celebrating the fact that you're a bachelor. Yeah. I'm in. Right. And we could do the whole thing. And technically, I never had a bachelor party. See, we're knocking out two birds with one stone. It seems like the right thing to do. Yeah. I don't think we should wait to 40. <laughs> well, all right. So that's the other thing. I think we should do it at Freak Night this weekend. That's the other thing that I say kind of bums me out. It's just at my age, right? Like, like most of my family lives on the East Coast. Yep. It'd be not, like, I'm like, when I turn 40, like, I might just throw a giant party and be like, look, like, I went to all your guys' weddings. I went to your kids' weddings. Yep. You need to come out and visit me and come to my party. That's not a bad call. Yeah. I like this. Right? And then mom could get a Marilyn Monroe to show up. Right. Well, this is what I said to Will. The problem is, you know, if I throw that 40th birthday, I'll get married a year later. And then everybody's going to be like, we're not coming back out, dude. <laughs> we just wasted a trip to Seattle. Right? That would be the way. Yeah. It's like you can't, yeah, yeah, dude. But that, oh, well. Yeah, so I want to do a bachelor party in the woods, just a cabin, hot tubbing, watching Yikes. college football, grilling, you know, yeah. yard games. And, uh-huh. then I, and then I want to do one in Portland. Yeah. Portland's the way to go. Proper, proper, like, mate. Maybe for like a hockey tournament. Yeah. 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 We've been talking about that tournament for, for years. I, I think I can play in that one. Yes. <laughs> it was so funny because, okay, just, all right, peek behind the curtain. The whole idea of this hockey tournament for the longest time, and nowadays I think no one, it, everyone's been in relationships long enough, it's not a big deal. But back then it used to be a little bit of a struggle to be like, oh, we're just going to go to Portland to get wasted. You know, early in relationships, a lot of significant other be like, what do you, why? Blah, blah, blah. But so our thing was, we're going to call it a hockey tournament. That way we have a purpose to go to Portland. And that would be more understandable. But there wouldn't really be any hockey to be played. We'd probably put all our gear in our cars and then just go to Portland. And that was the joke. Well, even at Munson's party, we're all talking about it. And Jason's like, dude, we got to do that hockey tournament in Portland. Because that's always just been the running joke. And then Munson's like, what are we talking about? We're like, you know, we got to do that hockey tournament in Portland. Oh, yeah, just whenever we want. And he just basically said, oh, it's just, just spilled the beans. Pretty much. But I mean, 
Not so much, but pretty much. And all of us were like, yeah, why are we acting like we need to say, let's just say we want to go to Portland. We're a bunch of guys that want to go to Portland. It's not a big deal. It's not that weird. Yeah, but I think we still want to call it a hockey tournament. I'm in. It sounds more fun. Well, it also finally gives us closure that we finally have this hockey tournament. Yeah. In Portland. The first annual. And don't bring any gear. Yeah. (laughs) All right, why don't we take a quick break? We will come back and uh, I'll talk about my adventures when it came to my car breaking down and embarrassing Mm. myself in front of a couple of professional wrestlers. (laughs) Fun adventures, car breaking down. Good times. Always. And Steve broke the seal and have to drain their lizards. The mega cast will be back. Have you recently had something lodged in your body and you're afraid to seek medical care? Well, now there's an alternative solution. At AnuCare, we understand people's curious nature, and that's why our trained staff of physicians specialize in the removal of foreign objects. Don't go to a private hospital. Your x-rays will be enlarged and faxed all over the country for the amusement of others. At AnuCare, your x-rays are stored in a sealed vault and are only brought out at Christmas parties. In a way, you could say, your butt belongs to us. And at AnuCare, you only have to pay if the object is successfully removed, giving you our personal guarantee to charge you out the ass. Call today for an appointment. Where your butt belongs. Oh, I like this beat. Where are my glow sticks? Where are my arms? Oh, yeah. I'm just a robotic voice without a body. This sucks. The mega cast is back. All right, so on uh, Sunday, Sunday, I uh, headed off to Everett to wrestle or be a part of Without a Cause Wrestling, which is a really cool new promotion. And I decided uh, we had a buddy in town who came from England, uh, Ashley Dunn, who I think you met very briefly when I brought him to, to do a podcast for Migs versus the World of Wrestling. Oh, yeah. Let me get an eye to him real quick. Super nice guy. Um, and he got to really experience Seattle in a cool way. He turned it into a vacation. So he came to wrestle for 3 to one battle. So he knew that he was going to stay in town for three weeks, and he'd definitely have two two events to wrestle at. Three to nice. One, two of the 3 to one battle shows. But then he was like, well, while I'm in town, let me try and get booked at other places. So he ended up in Vancouver, Canada, and wrestled at ECCW, and then also wrestled in Everett for WAC for Without a Cause Wrestling. So I mentioned, I'm like, hey, man, you don't have a car. I'll pick you up. You know, I'm coming from Puyallup. I'll just swing by Evolve Fitness where he was staying, and I'll pick you up. And it was cool because like, while he was in town, I was able to get him in to see the Alkaline Trio. Uh, he also got tickets to go see the Sounders. Oh, he, nice. He, he really enjoyed that, just to be able to check out a sound. Although he made the mistake and didn't bring his passport, so he couldn't drink beer because all he had was his Oh, I forgot. His ID. Right. Yeah. I, I always forget Europeans tell me that's a huge United States thing. Yeah. Like over there, if you just look, I think it's like if you look over 25, like they just are like, yeah, like obviously you're an adult. Right. And he had his ID. But, but they wouldn't take it. But it wasn't a passport. So he's like, yeah, I went. I enjoyed some sugary soda. God. Right. He probably couldn't even go into a bar. Uh, probably not. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, so he, he did the Sounders. He went to Safeco Field. Nice. To check out the stadium. He thought that was cool because that's where WrestleMania was. Went to Funko. All this stuff. Like he was doing a bunch of stuff. So anyways, I'm like, I'll pick you up. And another guy that's from Kentucky that's an awesome wrestler. He's also a DJ. I got to talk to him and find out when he needs to come to town and do a set. All right. Like he's into some like stuff I think we would dig. All right. Like um, Death Grip and like just some heavy... like. Techno and electronic music. Uh, his name is Alex Zane, and he's an incredible wrestler as well. So I was like, "Oh man, I'll pick you up as well because you're staying at the gym too." So and he's like, "Perfect." I, was, I, I thought I was going to have to rent a car to go to Everett. This is so much better. I'm like, great. Get down there, park. I'm like, "Oh, it's going to be a couple minutes." So I parked right in front of a stop sign, right right by Evolve Fitness. 
Went in there, grabbed them, and then Ashley's like, oh, I have a lady friend that's in town to watch me wrestle because I don't ever wrestle in America. So she came from California to see me wrestle. Nice. Uh, is it okay if she rides with us? I'm like, of course. Got plenty of room in the Jeep. We could fit four of us. Get all their gear. Stack it up into my car. Which you just have a regular Jeep Wrangler. Yes. <laughs> There's plenty of room well, for gear and four people. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> all right. For a tiny girl... Uh, not that big of a dude in in Ashley. I mean, he's a big guy. I mean, he could wrestle, but you know, he's not like six foot eight. So they fit fine in the back. And then Alex is about my height and about my size. So we, right. we had the front. So load up, get in the car, turn the key. Like, what the hell? That's weird. Try it again. I was like, okay, this is really weird. Then I tried again. Click. Not even no sign. I'm like, it's either the battery or the starter. So we check it. I'm like, well, I just cleaned the battery because it was like kind of gunky. So I just, the other day, literally cleaned it, unplugged it, did all the stuff. So it was nice and clean. Used like their, their stupid stuff that you put on it to get it all foamy and did all that. So I'm like, it can't be because the battery connection's dirty. And I was like, it has to be the start. But I call my buddy Mike. Shout out to Mike Sater, Automotive in Puyallup. Guy's the man. All right. I love that guy. It's the only place I go to bring my car to get any work done. He's always... Fair prices, super good, nice guy, great staff, rockaholics, Mike Sater, S-A-D-E-R. That's a good name. Yeah. American Automotive. American Automotive. Feels like it should end with a guitar, like, right? American Automotive. American Automotive. Mike Sater. So. What kind of guitar am I playing? I don't know. It's like it looked like an electric guitar that kicked out the sounds of a banjo. Right. So I call him. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry to bug you on the weekend. He's like, no, no, you call me for anything. I'm like, all right, I'll call you later for dirty talk. Legit conversation we had. Uh, but I was like, it's like, hey man. So he's walking us through it. He's like, well, can you turn the headlights on? I was like, yeah. So he had it in his head. He's he's thinking this seems like it has to be. It could be a battery issue, but it seems like more of a starter issue. Right. If everything's still working. Right. So says, is there anything that you could use to hit the batter uh, the the starter with? Because maybe you could give it a little. Oh, give it a tap. Yeah, I've seen this one done before. Right. So we find a brick. Brick. <laughs> I'm assuming he meant like a wrench. <laughs> we didn't have a wrench, so it was like so we right. had a brick. Then I realized as we're hitting it with the brick, I'm like. Oh, I have that pipe that went through my windshield. Oh, that would have been perfect. So we grabbed that. We hit it with that. All of a sudden, sparks are flying as I'm trying to start it, and 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 Alex is on underneath the car. So I was like, oh, boy. And Ashley's laughing. He's like, I don't think we can kill Alex before this wrestling show. Him and I are supposed to have a match. Yeah, like yeah. he says before. Yeah. Afterwards, if he dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> oh, and before this, we thought maybe it was a battery issue before we even called Mike. So we're trying to flag down somebody to give us a jump start. Where are you at? We're right by Victory Lounge on East Lake. All right, all right. Yeah, right by Evolve Fitness. So here's the best part, dude. Who do we pick to try and wave down people to give us a jump start? Not the the pretty girl. I was going to say, show me you put the... Not the handsome guy with the British accent. No, the dude with all the piercings on his face, who's a good looking dude, but still you know, looks kind of like a punk rocker. Yeah. And the guy with tattoos. So you guys are out there. So first person drives by looks at us like we're going to kill them. So they just keep going. And I'm like, oh, we're never going to get next car pulls right over. What do you need? I'm like, can you give us a jump? You got cables? I'm like, yep. Pops the hood. So like, you got to be kidding me. Second try with the two sketchiest looking dudes. And it happens. And even like the girl and Ash are both like, I can't believe this person pulled over for you guys. I'm like, yeah, I'm aware of that. Thanks. Try it. Doesn't work. Go through all that with Mike. We realize this car is dead. We got to get down there. Call time is at 1 o'clock. It's 1 o'clock right now. And we still got to get to Everett. So I'm like, I should probably let the promoter know. And they start laughing. Like, you haven't let the promoter know yet? I'm like, no, I've been a little busy trying to get the car to start. So all right. I so what time is it? Text Max at 1 p.m. All right. I'm like, well, let's get an Uber. We'll worry about this. But we need to get my car somewhere where it won't get towed because it's parked right in front of a stop sign. So there's a spot on the street right by the gym. All right. The problem is there's a car between that big ass spot that I could easily back into, but the car behind me, I'm a little too close. I don't know if I can pull a full like back up around it because I'm on a hill. So I, I know I don't need any gas. I'll just start rolling and I could just roll it right in, hit the brakes, and I'll be golden. But I was like, I don't know if I could clear this car that happens to be a freaking Porsche. Oh. A nice one too. 
So I'm like, I don't know, man. What are we going to do? So we're thinking, well, what if we push it, up, which is going to be fun because, like, God forbid, uphill. they right, and God forbid they pull a muscle or a back. I mean, these guys have a match to have, and I don't want to do that to them. So I'm like, oh, it's like I think I might be able to do this. I'm pretty like this is a the Jeep is a small enough vehicle. I think I make that quick little turn, get around the Porsche, and then swoop right in behind it, and we're good to go. As soon as I start, and they're looking at me like I'm nuts. I unlock the, get ready to do the car, getting in it. Sure as ass, I mean, it, I said for a crappy situation, so many good things happened after that crappy situation. A van stops to give us a jump. As I'm getting in my car, these two very like, fancy looking older women start walking towards us. And all of us look at, I looked at Alex and go, I bet they own the Porsche. And sure as ass, they get in the Porsche and we start going, what? And they're looking at us like, what the hell is going on? Like we were about to, we were about to like really go potentially hit your car, right? Potentially hit your very nice Porsche here on a hill as I try to back it in with no power in my car. They start laughing. They're like, "Oh, great timing!" They pull out. We back up. Just we're good. Slider back in. Yep. Take an Uber. Fifty dollars. That sucked, but whatever. It's still cheaper yeah. than I thought it was going to be. So if you ever need to know how much it costs to get to Everett from Seattle, it's fifty dollars. Yeah. Take it all the way down there. Do the wrestling stuff. All goes well. Luckily, uh, Eddie Van Glam came to the show. He had that empty room in his car. He drove us back. Oh, nice. And I'm like, well, it's going to be great if I have to get my car towed, um, at least at the top of that that row of car spots, so no one should be parked in front of me because there's a stop sign. But of course, a small car parked in, and I'm wedged in there. And I'm like, this sucks. So we get out, and I'm like, gosh, how am I going to pull this off with a tow or whatever? As soon as we start stressing about it, the people who are on that car show up, get in the car, and go off. This is all Sunday evening. Yes. Damn. Get in the car, and I'm like, let's just give it one more shot. Who knows? Chances are zero. Turn it, and I could hear it. Like, hit it on the gas. It goes. I'm like, peace out, bitches. I'm out. And yeah, I'm, don't stop that car. Yeah, Alex is like, do not even stop. I would run red lights if I was you. I'm like, no, I think once it's running, I'll be okay. But I went straight to the mechanic, dropped it off. Thank God for those key box things. And worried about it the next day. And luckily, we had Monday off. It worked out. I mean, like, like I said, everything that could go wrong, the biggest part went wrong. But everything after that went right. Dude, I've done that. Coming back from Atlantic City. Yeah. In, in a car. And we stopped at a 7-Eleven. And like an idiot, I turned it off. Oh, no. Because we had had trouble getting Right. And we were stuck there for like three hours. It's the worst. When yeah. I, I, you, and it's you, just natural habit. You pull in somewhere, you turn your car off. Yeah. And you realize how, how stupid you are when it comes to vehicles. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know where my starter was. Alex and I had to Google it to find where the starter was inside the car. Well, remember, the, remember me and you trying to change the tire in that Jeep? Yes. That went well. That was horrible. Thank goodness for Schroeder. Yeah, right. Schroeder's <laughs> like, I can help you two idiots. And that was after painting the grass at the gorge. We were, our minds were not functioning. No, we were, not at all. We no. Were, we, were in, we were in pain. and It was just like, we just want to get home. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on, as we're driving back to Seattle, I'm on YouTube what are some last-ditch attempts to get a car started? So I had all these different things, like from putting a wood stick in a certain thing. and So I'm all prepared. And when it started, I was like, thank God. I did not think this was going to go well if I try to do any of these makeshift starts. <laughs> all right, we should probably get on out of here. Yeah. Speaking of getting the brain functioning. Um, push-ups. From luxurious Puyallup, Washington. He is your local celebrity, Steve. And he hates your puppy. And you can't afford Pandora. He doesn't think your pictures at the pumpkin patch were cute at all. And your baby is atrocious. Yeah. This year, he's thankful for nothing. Except for push-ups. Please use that line when you come out. Happy Thanksgiving. You know what I'm thankful for? Nothing. Nothing. I'm especially not thankful for any of you. You terrible people. Dude, it was great. When you see a little kid cheering on the other guy, it's like, I did my job. This child hates me. (laughs) Let's get 10.
It was great. After the fact, I was uh, talking to one of the guys. He goes, yeah, this old woman went up to that Chase James. And I overheard her go, I thought you were doing such a great job until that local celebrity guy got into it and really messed things up. I don't like him. <laughs> I've never been more happy to have hatred on my side. Ugh, it's a good time. We'll be doing it again. November 18th in Everett. All right. I'll be sure to throw out on social media. I'll also be wrestling November 17th in Marysville. Hey, you're doing all that stuff up north, and I'll be down in Lacey that weekend. What the hell? Are you going to visit Sal? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Tell him I said hi. I will. I, I'd invite you, but it sounds like you're busy. Can I bring my wrestling trucks? Yes, but you've got. if you come to Sal's house, you got to walk into his basement with your intro playing and just start insulting <laughs> us. <laughs> like, right, wait a second. Let's get it going. Ding dong. <laughs> Is this Sal's home? I can tell it is because he's got stupid dolphins memorabilia all over his house. <laughs> and tell tell oh. him you hate the goats. The goats suck. And your pulled pork is not delicious. <laughs> oh, man. And your podcast not playing stupid. You're right. You are stupid. They're not just playing. They're not. They're legitimately stupid. It's actually a really good podcast. Shout out to Sal. Yeah. And his stupid pulled pork and coats. <laughs> and that delicious food your wife made for me, too. That fruit salad was not good for those burgers. You can follow us on Twitter. At the Megacast. Join in on the industries. Groundbreaking podcast of cross promotion. Yeah, and when you listen to it, you got to get the ten where you are. So if you're in your office, break out those ten. We're gonna need to see it. If Sal, if you're feeding your goat, get on your hands and knees. It's time to get ten. That did not sound good. All right, we should leave. Yeah, yeah. Goodbye. See you guys.